Welcome to Multiclass Theater Reunion. And I'm going to keep doing this couch gag until someone tells me to stop. Multiclass Theater uses a D20 role-playing system to determine the outcomes of events, and you can't copyright dice rolling. All of our decisions, narration, and dialogue are improvised on the spot, so you can expect adult language, gratuitous pop culture references, and fantasy violence. But if those don't bother you, please settle in and enjoy the show. Last time... Our heroes claimed ownership of the Felsic Table Inn, seeing as its original proprietor was murdered, and, well, no one else showed up to deal with it. Buck quickly discovered the inn's most important secret, a tiny kitten living in the walls, and we are all prepared to do terrible things to keep that kitten safe. Almost as a test of that will, the party received a visit from none other than Masha Zarin, High Priest of Kassir, Ruler of Sisha, and Member of the Circle. That's the group of elite NPCs from the start of Season 3 who all have some vested interest in protecting the seals around the Heart of Tyr. She is a bit put out that Mist and Rotan didn't come to see her since arriving in Sisha on business, and she is even more displeased that they should bring a potentially apocalyptic item into her city. A whole lot of posturing, snark, obfuscating about the encounter with Jim Rapar Sisha from the last episode, and Devi trying to pick a fight ensues, but ultimately, Masha offers the resources of her library and leaves without incident. The party then sets out to the local branch of the Order of Chaos, utterly failing to gain entrance. So that's the overarching plot recap. On the character development side of things, we learned that Buck is an alien. Well, more like an accidental planeswalker who found himself leap... uh, slide... uh, jump? I think we can use that one, jumping from world to world trying to find a way home. Although he has been in Akvani for some time now, his last attempt to jump home coincided with the upheaval at the end of Season 3, when the entire continent shifted planes. That was long as fuck, but now you're ready for this episode of Multiclass Theater! Morning comes once again at the Felsic table. You're not sure if it feels good to be home, or this has kind of become a home. Everyone is feeling better today. Winley, you wake feeling refreshed. Your head is clear, no longer nauseous. Gruber seems to be better as well. Down the hall, in your room, Desmond, you wake to a curious sight. Lying on the bed, head on your pillow... You open your eyes to see, curled up next to you, nuzzled in the blankets, is a small kitten. That's not what I expected, but I'm really happy. <laughs> I was like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> Everything What's turned out be? better than expected. <laughs> Desmond wakes up, sees this kitten. What, what, what does it look like? Like, what color? Like... Good question. Cassie, what does the kitten look like? Yeah, okay, so... It is a little, uh, mostly gray-colored cat, but it has a white mustache and white paws and a little white splotch on its chest. Oh. Checks the window, if there are any windows in the room. Is the window open? It is not. Door cracked at all? Door is closed. Oh. Well, that's, that's curious. Um, hello. Hello, how... Hello, and I'll reach out a finger and, and uh, like, kind of scratch the head a little bit. The kitten sort of rolls over on its side, exposing its belly. 
puts its paws up in the air and starts just stretching them, kind of air kneading as you scratch the top of its head. Oh, yes. Oh. Seems very comfortable. Oh, yes, yes. They're making biscuits. Uh, scratch the scratch the belly a little bit. How did how did you uh, how, where, where did you come from? I wonder. How, how did you get in here? And the cat yawns and closes its eyes and just kind of nuzzles deeper into the blanket. Curious, very curious. Um, huh. Well, let's um, let's let's figure out what what to do with what what to do with you. I'll try and um. Sit up, and I'll and I'll I'll see if I can uh, if the cat will allow me to kind of pick it up. The cat does. It seems very friendly and docile and accustomed to people, so it just kind of curls up in in your. It's not too small, so it's you can't carry it in the palm of your hands, but like both of your hands together, you can kind of cup it and carry the kitten. Yeah, so I'll, I'll pick up the kitten and uh, give it a little few more scratches and be like, let's let's go see if we can. Uh, Find you a warm uh, saucer of milk or, or something, um, and I'll I'll kind of uh, make my way out of my room and head downstairs. And okay, so is everybody up and downstairs when Desmond comes out? Uh, Winley is not up yet. Okay. Roton is seated at a table digging into another stack of waffle kebabs. <laughs> I think Buck is up and he is preparing a saucer of milk for the kitten. Debbie's down there too. Just. Uh, feasting on her 45 pounds of food that she <laughs> conjures it with. Still there from yesterday. Purified <laughs> food and drink means suddenly it's fresh again. And Mist is... Uh, I think Mist is going over some notes from the previous day. Uh, uh, hello, I see everyone's already uh, up and about. Um, I, th- I found um, uh, a friend. Oh, he's like your little familiar. Yeah, that's uh, that's Wally. It's the, the cat that we found in the wall yesterday. We left him with you while we were out and about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you say you say that. Uh, uh, sorry, I didn't think I. Uh, you said found in the wall. Yeah, I was poking through the pantry and I heard some scratching in the wall and I thought it was a rat or something. So I moved everything and then out popped Wally. Oh, all right. Um, well, that makes me feel a lot better because the windows were closed and the door was was closed and I was wondering how. It, found its way into my room and and I was beginning to be a little weirded out but now I'm now now everything makes more sense you were very sick we thought you might like a companion oh that's very thoughtful how are you feeling by the way much better much better uh, my head is clear and um, you know I I could taste food again and and um, you know uh, the nausea has faded it's uh, it's wonderful. I see, uh, uh, Buck, you, you're preparing a little bit of a, uh, a saucer of, of milk. Uh, perhaps I might um, hand, hand Wally off to you for a moment. All right, come here, little fella. And Buck takes Wally, and they go sit down at a table. Miss looks up from his book. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> Winley uh, opens her door and uh, comes downstairs Oh, well, good morning, everyone. I'm so sorry for my absence. I just really hadn't been feeling very well. Oh, good. Everyone's up and back together. Yes. You two were in bad shape for a couple days. Yes, I know. I don't know what it was, though. Some sort of bug, would you say, Desmond? Some sort of bug. Uh, yes. Oh, I think it was something we ate. I didn't see any bugs. Oh, yes, darling. Yes, 
Yes, you're right. Of course. <laughs> I've, I've got to go check on Concord. I, I, I don't think anyone's looked at him. I mean, unless the innkeep looked after him. Oh, that's right. We have a donkey. About that. <laughs> oh, gosh. You Oops. should go. You should. I don't think we told Winley what happened with the innkeep. Oh, he's dead. Right. <laughs> oh, right. That's right. I'm sorry. That happened. Yeah, this is our inn now. Oh, wh- which one of you killed him? No, no, we none, none of us killed him. We just came back. I uh, may have been gallivanting <laughs> in a manner, and we came back, and the innkeep was murdered. But you don't know by whom? Not really, no. Of course, none of us was in our right mind when we found that, so we probably ought to take a better look at it now that we're all sober and not ill. We got some clues, but I forgot what they were. Well, where's the body? There was an investigator. That took the body? I let, Let's assume so. <laughs> that's right. It's all coming back. It's, um, that's right. There was there was the, somebody that came to check it out. And who, who was this person that came to check it out? Was it a coroner? A very trusting inspector. Based on how well this city functions, uh... They probably just tossed the body in a ditch somewhere, gotta be honest. It's probably still there. I cast Gentle Repose on it, so it's probably just not even decomposed yet. Oh, I'll good. go check. Rotan goes into the back. Someone checked a dumpster outside. <laughs> there really has been so much happening while I so was what, asleep. We did establish last week that there is no body in the kitchen, but there is still a blood stain on the wood floor. Yes, did we ever find out what happened to this... It's been a little convoluted. We might have gotten ourselves uh, tangled up in local politics a little bit. Oh, no. Yeah. In what way? In practically every way. Well, I I think somebody needs to explain some things. I mean, I know that I'm chaotic and, well, rather horrid at times, but you guys really did the whole thing. Now you gotta say something nice about yourself, because you're not horrid. Yes, don't don't talk about my friend. Well, I mean, it was really a compliment. <laughs> but, um, anyway. I think you're practically perfect in every way. Oh, Spitzbot. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to the, back to what's going on. Uh, question. Can Winley, is Buck, does Buck have the cat in a way that Winley can see? Or, like, what can I see? Yeah, so he's not hiding the kitten. The kitten is, like, on the table with the saucer, and Buck is just gigantic around this tiny beast, and he's taking very careful care with said sweet baby. Um, Buck, is that what I think it is? Well, if you think it's a baby cat, then yeah. Oh, wherever did you find it? I found it in the wall in the pantry. A pussy in a wall. I've never heard of such a thing. I know. It was wild. (laughs) I know how to lure him out, though, so it's okay. Well, oh, could I pet him? Is he yours? I would like to be respectful. Yeah, you can pet my pussy if you want. Oh, I'm so sorry. I had to. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting. I was like, please, please. I was I was gonna say something, but I'm like I don't have the right character really to jump in and say something. Do you know this place in Nightfall? Um, you, you have tingles. I do, but it didn't feel right. All right. Well, Winley reaches out her paw to touch the kitten's paw. What's his name? Her name? Their name? His name is Wally. Oh 
Mr. Wally, and she casts, um, Spook with Animals. However did you find yourself in a wall? <laughs> I have to narrate now. Diana's head is in her hands, like, oh <laughs> shit, like the voice. So now the... <laughs> we have this spell. Now the... The pussy has a voice. Hooray. I wasn't sure if like that was that reaction was because you guys had done something in the past session where you'd come up nope. with a ridiculous voice, or if you needed to find one. <laughs> okay. No, we we have literally advanced none of the interesting plot lines. No, no. Awesome. We, we, okay. we didn't do nothing. Excuse me, Mr. Wally. Don't be shy. It's just me, your friendly neighborhood goblin, Wendy. <laughs> Hello. I didn't. I didn't know I could talk. Um, it's so very good to meet you. It's so very good not to be in the wall anymore. I'm. I'm very happy to be with you and with with Buck. I guess his name is. I'm. I'm. I guess Wally. And you like that name, darling? They didn't just give it to you. Why they? N- nobody asked, but I don't, I don't, I don't really think I ever had a name, but I, Wally will do. I am very happy to meet you. Oh, I'm happy to meet you as well. Um, so you've lived in the wall, is that so? Well, y- yes, I, I was, I was chased in the wall when, when something happened and, and I couldn't find my way out. But then, but then this nice, um, minotaur, uh, I guess, um, let me out. Oh. Very happy to be out of the wall. It was very dark and scary, and there was no food. Oh, oh, no food. She reaches in the back of her pocket and gets some nuts and dried fruit, as per usual. Here's some food, darling. Calm your nerves. You're in a safe environment now. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have any? Do you have any meat? Oh yes. Of course we have meat, darling. I am a walking butcher. Here. And she takes out some fresh pieces of raw meat out of absolutely nowhere. Here is some raw meat for you, darling. I also... (laughs) I also have some pre-made knit sweaters. She takes out a knit sweater. I'd also try. Out of the other pocket. You do seem a bit cold. Thank you so much. And and um, Wally, you know, being a cat and all, just bats the nuts off the edge of the table and then begins to eat the meat. Wally, you enjoy your food and, and get warm. We'll talk later, darling. Okay? The cat just seems to eat vigorously and is very happy. It seems like we've been here for a very long time, and I do think we should escalate with the plot we got appointments to keep today what kind of appointments well we got to stop by that order of chaos place again and actually maybe get through the door this time and then we've got an, an actual like meeting appointment at the at the tomb of Drelatar. we may or may not now have a contact within the um the cleansing flame fire cleansing fire cleansing fire cleansing fire oh well you know the uh Alleged uh, radical terrorist group uh, that uh, they're loyal servants of Kassir. They're just very religious. Yeah. Yep. We yep, may have yep. aided and abetted on that one, but if anyone asks, we definitely did not do that. Especially if Masha Zareen comes back and asks, because that's what we told her that uh, we have no knowledge of anyone in that organization. Well, 
since I have absolutely no knowledge, as I have been in the bed, why don't we keep it that way so less information is spread? Plausible deniability. I like it. There you are. <laughs> well, I, I suppose we should pack up anything we need and, um... Oh, well, I suppose we should leave Wally here. What do you think, Buck? Yeah, I don't want to lead Wally into danger if we don't got to. But then again, he did see a murder here. Oh, perfect. All right, Mr. Wally. Go on up to my room, put on Netflix, and enjoy your day. <laughs> oh, here, take three of these chickens with you. Like, they're just going to go to bed if you don't eat them. And here's three chickens, chickens. from Devi. <laughs> Twice the size of this kitten. Here, I'll quickly go up with you, tuck you in, and bring the chickens as well. All right, follow me. Can I carry all three chickens and the cat? Like, is this going to be a scene? Is this going to be a struggle? Uh, you can give me a dexterity check to see if you can manage that. Just make two trips. <laughs> no. Buck Ale- can just help you. Buck could probably carry you and the chickens it, and it, the cat. It's up to you whether you want to help Winley or just watch the circus. Okay, I rolled a four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. so you start trying to get all of these chickens in your arms. And they just, one of them keeps sliding out onto the floor and you're getting like chicken grease all over you. And the cat is just sitting there watching you and looking at the chickens and watching you as you are struggling to even just get the chickens in your arms, much less the cat. I don't think this is going well. (laughs) Uh, Buck, would you help? Absolutely, be happy to. Uh, Winley hands all three chickens to Buck. (laughs) One chicken's enough for a kid. (laughs) So what? So what? <laughs> all right, now, little Wally, we don't eat all this at once, or you're going to make yourself sick. you got to make it last. And Wally looks up at you and just meows. It's adorable. Oh, every day I'm more and more willing to die for you. All right, let's go. Goodbye, Mr. Wally. Okay, the two of you take the chickens and the cat up to uh, Winley's room and make sure the cat's comfortable and the chickens are well-placed and return downstairs. Mist had other business that he wanted to handle. Mist, what are you up to? Mist goes upstairs, and then Mist goes into his room and shuts the door and says, Tingles, where are you at? Oh, I'm right here, boss. Good. I want to get something cleared up here. Oh, look, it wasn't me. Uh Uh-huh. You might want to hear what I have to say first. Okay. So, you're kind of lucky that Rotan's a bit oblivious. To bed. and, And Devi and Buck don't know the difference. Because none of them would think to ask, how do you know Starge was talking to his sword so much? Oh, oh, that. Um, well, do you want the long version or the short version? Look, here's the deal. If Rotan or Winley, maybe Desmond, find out that, you know, you were gallivanting around with Starge while we were on the Shrouded Isle, they're probably going to try to kill you. And if you betrayed us while you were doing that, I may let him. So, this is a cards-on-the-table time here. Well, you know, what happened was, like, I didn't... <sighs> Betrayal is such an ugly word. Yeah, it um, is. Really fucking is. You know, when they tried to catapult me, I admit, my feelings were a bit hurt. You know, that wasn't very nice. And I kind of may have thought, well, yeah, maybe I could get back at him. So, like, I ended up... You know, I didn't know. I didn't know you still wanted me around. I didn't know you cared. So I left, and I ended up at Starch's place. And 
don't get me wrong, it was the last place I wanted to be. I don't like that man. You know, him and Anlin, they stuffed me in the tube, and I stayed there for, you know, God knows how long. But I thought maybe the opportunity would present itself for me to, like, you know, get back at him. So I hung around, and I waited. And then, you know, this guy shows up. You know him, you met him, Endu? Yep. Yeah, he shows up, and I'm like, okay, well, what's this chump want? It seems like maybe I could have a little fun. I'm entitled to fun. So I kind of thought maybe he would kill Starch. Didn't happen. He got thrown out a window, and, you know, he wasn't maybe as strong as I thought he was, but then he turned out to be. Um, So maybe instead of, you know, getting obliterated myself, I, you know, may have tried to... Betray is an ugly word. What did you tell him? I kind of told him that um, you had a magic staff and the big guy had a magic hammer and uh, I told him about Desmond's shell and Winley's eye and Silway's dagger. I mean, harmless, right? I mean, you guys beat him. It was nothing. Wait, you told Starge about all that or you told Endu about all that? Oh, I, I told Starge. Endu was already defenestrated by then. All right. It wasn't really a betrayal. I mean, I was just, you know, so what if he knew you had him? You guys are tough. It didn't matter. Not like he could prepare or do anything. He literally had time to... All right. That's... But like, you know, no harm, no foul, right? I mean, come on. We're pals. It, It happens. So anyway, you guys killed him and what? Just to be clear, Endu knows nothing about us except what... Our dumbasses told him in the tower. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't talk to him at all. Okay. He just likes to talk about himself. He's just such a blowhard. Blah, 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 blah. All right. I'm the High Archon. Blah, blah, blah. High, high Archon of what? Oh, uh, apparently the Tyran Empire was a thing, I don't know, before my time. I really wasn't listening to him. He has a very nice voice, though. So I you know, I hung around because I didn't have anything better to do. I, I may have gotten him some... Um... I may have found some small people for him every so often. Um, but beyond that, we had very little interaction. Mist is going to regard him for a very long moment. Not unlike the way a cat kind of stares at its prey, assessing how best to kill it. We never speak of this again, and you watch what you say to them. Now, I wasn't going to bring it up. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, I'm, I said too much. Yeah. And thankfully, luckily for you, I'm the only one who paid attention to it. I appreciate that. And and boss, just for the record, you know, we're square. Like, I appreciate what you did for me uh, with the ballista, and and I appreciate uh, you giving me that skull. I mean, that honestly, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. So we're good. That's all behind me. I'm turning a new leaf. I'm not going to say I'm trying to be good, because I'm not. But I'm trying to be less bad it's it's literally against your nature to be good you, you... yeah that's it that's it <laughs> anyway so he did talk to the sword a lot like i, I the sword was talking to him i guess because you know the sword talked to rotan so i'm thinking when i got the small people i think that was for the sword can you hear what the sword says me no no i just see you know rotan talking to it right well no I, yeah okay i was just thinking it would be really useful if uh, if we knew what the sword was saying, we might be able to 
help, I don't know if counteract is the right word, but uh, help make sure Rotan, uh, you know. I mean, I, I do know a little bit about the sword, if that would be helpful. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. You know, it was like Starge's sword in life. Like, he used to carry it around with him. And, like, before I got put in the tube, back when, you know, he was, like, a human guy, as opposed to whatever the hell he was in the tower, he carried it around. But, like, he was always obsessed with, like, living forever. So he and Anlin used to do all these, like, weird spells and, like, try to prolong life. I think it was Anlin who did it. The guy did some really fucked up stuff. I think he was the one who somehow created the sword, thinking that maybe if it could drain the life, then maybe Starge would get it, but it didn't seem to work that way. I don't know if that's helpful, but I think that's where the sword came from. All right. If there's ever anything useful about Starge or the pa- or Anlin or the past that comes up again, you learned it before they put you in the tube. Okay, deal. I'll swear on, um, who's the one you're always talking to? Don't, no, don't, no, don't, not that one, not that one. Um, what about the one that the shiny guy's talking to? What's something that's actually relevant that, what's something that means something to you? I'll swear on the skull. I'll swear on the skull. All right, I'll take it. I'm gonna go help the kitten with some chicken. Um, can I light it on fire? Not the cat, the chicken. Can I introduce you to the concept of slow roasting? You may enjoy it. Oh, tell me more. So first you take the chicken and you ram a big metal spike through it. And he goes... I like this. I like this. And he leads Tingles down into the kitchen to demonstrate this on one of however many chickens are left behind by uh, Debbie's I'm pretty sure they were already cooked when Debbie's conjured them. (laughs) Twice cooked. (laughs) The newest trend in hell. (laughs) Slow roasting. Yes, teach a demon to make a spit. That's all we need. The group of you once again wandered the streets of Sisha. And once again, the city seems bustling with life as people shop in the markets and children run free. It is a pleasant day in Sisha. It's weird. It feels almost less humid than it did yesterday. I don't know. It's a strange thing to say since you're underground, but the air seems clearer. It seems a little fresher. Or maybe it's just you feel renewed from all being together. You once again pass along the promenade, underneath the bridge, along the river. You see a lot of people are out strolling along the river. You wonder if today is the Sishin weekend. People don't seem as industrious as they have the yesterday or the day before. And once again, you find yourself at the blockade and a familiar guard standing before you. It's my friends. You are back again. Did you meet my union, Norem? No, I, I, I didn't think that you gave me his name. Could we have this whole discussion? Uh, no, I've got it here. My, my contract is, is here. You see on, uh, let's see, page... Uh, let's see, 78, all... Look at this, I, 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 I have trouble reading it. Buck pulls out this really tiny pair of glasses and puts them on his nose. 
I was hoping he had reading glasses. Yeah, he definitely has reading glasses, and he starts going through it. Do I need to roll something? You do. You can give me an intelligence check or insight, perhaps. Oh, uh, even putting the glasses on did not help. That's a five. So you look through the contract, and it is impenetrable gibberish. Uh, made slightly more difficult by the fact that your grasp of Cishin isn't that strong. But you're scanning through just looking for a name. But again, Cishin, like Tyran, is a symbolic language, and it's not clear. Uh, you can make out numbers, and and seems like clauses, and subclauses, and sections, and parts, and Every section seems to cross-reference another section and drill down into bullet points of minutiae. And you think even a legal scholar may have trouble untangling this web. Did you find it? Do you see? I could not find it. Yeah, I see why you don't know who your rep is. This is absurd. No, it's, it's crazy. I don't... I, I, why do we sign these? Well, you shouldn't be signing them if you don't know what you're agreeing to. It's like No, the but I, then I can't be a guard. And that is, you know, I told you that's the family business. I mean, I understand, but you shouldn't be signing stuff that you don't know what you're agreeing to. You can be signing away anything. There could be a clause in here that says that... Oh, you, I guess you're right. Yeah. That I should not be signing. No, I... Have you ever thought of being a lawyer? Well, I'd have to learn how to read first. You don't know how to read? Not Cishin. Oh, no, not Cishin. Of course. I, I, I can read Cishin. Oh, good. Are you a lawyer? Here. No, we need I to hate find law. the name of their union rep. Oh, hold on, let me check one second. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. You are my glasses? No, no, I can read all writing. It's my, my eldritch feet that I chose at level 11. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, still give me... Um, I'm going to give you a... You can do an insight check with advantage. Uh, 19. Hmm. Let's see here. I believe roughly here... Um, we talked about union reps, and I don't know, is this a name? I don't know. Um, Farun Sway? Farun Sway. Farun Sway. No, you're joking. Farun Sway? No, it couldn't be. What? Why, why is that? What? Huh? Who is he? Farun Sway. He, do you remember, I was telling you about the other day, the, the game with the numbers, and you call out the numbers, and if you get the numbers in a row, and, and you win. Right, the not bingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he calls out the numbers. Oh, Okay. Like on a volunteer basis? I don't know. Maybe he runs the game. I haven't thought about it. You could be right. All right. Well, I'm going to add this to our to-do list. We got quite a bit we got to do for now, but I'm glad we found this. Very helpful. Okay. No, it's, are, you, are you going back in? I mean, nobody's supposed to go in, but, you know, yesterday we, we were good. But, you know, if you're going back in, um, would you mind doing me a favor? Uh, would you mind stopping at the bird, Mart? I have a hankering. What kind of bird? I don't know. I don't know what bird. Some kind of bird. To eat or to look at. But, I mean, if you have time. You already have a busy list of things to do. Right? Otherwise, we stay here and we guard and, um, you know, you let me know, okay? All right. We'll see what we can do. Okay. Thanks, bud. No, i see you later. Hopefully. What is Bird Mart? A place where you find birds as pets. Pets and other things, yeah. Oh, Okay. I've just never heard of it. We just heard about it yesterday. We haven't had a chance to get there yet. Sounds fascinating. Oh, yes. It's a sort of oasis for birds, and and people come and and meet their familiars there. Is that that so? That sounds lovely. (laughs) Sure, Sure, that's 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 probably what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) What what I don't know what else it it would be. (laughs) Definitely not eating them. 
Oh! <laughs> well, I... I said definitely not. No, no, I, I just... I guess it would depend on the bird. <laughs> well, I'll see for myself anyway. <laughs> Won't I? You walk through the streets. Once again, Desmond and Winley, you have not been in this section of Seisha before. Unlike the neighborhood where you were staying, this section seems to be empty and run down. Even today, there are not children running in the streets. There are not people milling around. Various buildings seem to be charred as if they have recently burned. Several have collapsed. There is rubble blocking some of the alleys. This was the area in which the riots took place when you first entered the city. There's nobody else on the streets. It feels eerie because you feel like people are watching you, but you don't see anyone. You head over to the Order of Chaos. If everyone's okay, I'm going to go ahead and cast Knock to let them know we're here. Are we sure we want to go in here? I mean, there's always Bird Mart. We could go somewhere else, anywhere else. All right. Debbie, do we need to have a talk and see why it is you don't want to be here so bad? I, it's not that I don't want to be here. I'm just not sure they want me here. Okay, let's, why? Uh, well, they, you know, they, I'm not even sure this office knows me. Um, but, you know, I might have a little bit of history with the, the main office. Um, that's what I call it. They don't like that when I use the term office, but. You know. Side note, where's the main office if it's not in Sisha? Oh, it's a, that's in a mountain uh, near the heart of Kassir. It's like a monastery. Okay, actually, that kind of tracks. So, are we going to have to kill people when we go in here? Is that what you're No, you're no, us? no, I don't, I don't think so. No, they're not, they're not big on killing, if I remember right. They're, I just, you know, they might, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know what's going on. I'm just scared. All right, well, just stand behind me. It'll be okay. Oh, okay. We're not going to let anything happen to you. Okay, okay, it'll, it'll be fine. They, they probably they probably don't even know me here. Would you rather stay outside while we do this? No, not really. I, I want to see, I want to I wanna find out what's going on with this, this, this whole dream thing I had and everything else that we're doing here. Wait, what dream? Remember the Charge the Shard thing? Oh, yeah. You know, Soldal sent me to, to find you all because you all had similar dreams or something. One of the apocalyptic items that we're carrying. But then I guess you already did charge the shards, so I don't know what's going on. Devi, have you done something you haven't told us about that we'll possibly find out when we enter? Uh, I wouldn't say I've done something. Um, they just, you know, didn't want me around. Well, why is that? They didn't really say. They just wouldn't let me be a member. So, I'm not sure. So, they wouldn't let you be a member, and that's why they would maybe want to kill you? I didn't say anything about killing. I just said they wouldn't like me. So, I, 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 still, I still feel they're like there's a disconnect here. Yes. Oh, they didn't want me as a member, so they may not like me, so I don't... Li- I, there's something missing here. There's something missing here. And and honestly, if if I've got to get my ass kicked or kick someone's ass, fine. But I'd like to know why we're doing that. No, don't kick anybody's asses. It's just that they have a thing about, like, if you try to be a member and then don't make it, like, they, they don't want to ever see you again kind of thing. Well, that seems awful. That's weird. Choosy beggary. Harsh policy. Yeah. Like he, there's no second chances, I guess, is what I'm All saying. All right, well, you're not trying to join up again, so... No, but 
that's why that, but they might see me. I'm not sure if that qualifies. But then this is a different office. So I'm, I'm not sure. It'll probably be fine. Probably. And also, if the stakes were ridiculously high, they probably would have killed you, having known information that they wouldn't have wanted you to spread. So I think you're, think you're fine. They probably knew they couldn't kill me, but they wouldn't anyways. So it's fine. Well, so what's there to be fearful of? Nothing. I mean, you know, social rejection is painful. Yes, she's not wrong. Hey, we always accept you. Yes. Okay, okay. All is well. Sister, if you if you don't mind my asking, uh, why were you rejected? Um, I, I'm not entirely sure. They don't give you a good explanation. I thought I heard one of the, the guys in charge said something about being too creepy, but that might have just been my, you know, overactive imagination. That's not very nice. I agree. It's very generalized statement without really getting to know you, it sounds like. You didn't happen to meet him in a morgue, did you? <laughs> well, I mean, I took them to one, but... Uh, okay. You know what? It's, it's gonna be fine. We're just gonna carry on. Yes. Everything will be fine, no matter what. Like, we'll, we'll make sure of it. Right, right. Yeah. And if they couldn't kill you before, they definitely can't kill you now. Very true. Especially with all of us backing you. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Worst case scenario, you know, they kill me and I just come back. It's fine. It's fine. Nope. They, nope. They're not going to kill you. They won't kill you. Okay. Okay. If you say so. All right. How about we make strides to get in the door? <laughs> Step one. Step one. Everybody's here. So I'm going to go ahead and cast knock. You cast the knock spell. The door in front of you seems to magically split and then open like a set of double doors. Suddenly, from out of the opening is bright, beautiful, warm light inviting you inside. You hear a melody that is enchanting and almost angelic inviting you inside. Oh, that's more like it. You wanted to join this? They have a lot of good philosophies. Seems like a country club to me. Well, this office is kind of different. The other one's got much more of a monastery the hermit vibe. This is this is odd. This is like this is like the mega church of let's call it an outreach center. That sounds right. Well, let's go. Hey everyone, we'll get back to the action in just a moment, but uh, it's mid-roll time and that's where we like to pause things, grind the plot to a screeching halt, and uh, uh, thank you for listening and enjoying the plot when it is not ground to a screeching halt. What, we're how far into the season? 11? No, 10 episodes. 11 episodes. 11 episodes. Yes, I'm a professional. I know these things. 11 episodes into our fourth season here, and um, we've, I mean, okay, Ames done things? Done things, yes. Uh, I, I mean, I think we've done a great job of grinding the plot to the halt on our own <laughs> even without a mid-roll but you know and, and if our listeners have been sticking with us uh, if you all out there have been sticking with us this long and want to keep us going for another four seasons or more we'd love to hear about it uh, you can leave us a review uh, saying as much on uh, itunes or spotify or whatever your podcast app of choice that allows you to leave reviews is 
um, give us those four or five stars or however many stars that it allows. Five, you know, the, five. The, the more the better. Those ratings actually do help us. They help us find uh, new listeners uh, to subject to our insanity, new people to welcome into the community and, and so forth. Um, so your, your reviews and, and comments really do uh, mean a lot to us. And they just make us smile. I like reading reviews. Yes. Reviews, feedback, criticism. Constructive, of course. I suppose it's possible that there are some people who just hate listen to us, which, uh, you know what? That still downloads. So, you know. Yeah, true. I've never understood that. But, you know. Honestly, if we get to the point where being hate listened to, like, we've we've succeeded. We're, we're there. No, that's true. I mean, definitely. If you get to the point of that, like, I, I wouldn't complain. So, before we started recording, uh, Rachel was reciting the layers of the earth, and it was blowing my mind. What the heck is going on? Okay, so I have a geology quickfire round for Mike and Adam. In one sentence each, explain the significance of asymmetric ripple marks and varves. Also, Humaki cross stratisfaction. Stratification. Stratus cross stratification. What is happening? Humaki. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't think whoever wrote this or came up with these words had any intention that they would ever be said out loud. Hamaki cross gratification <laughs> is a thing that is said out loud commonly it, within the discipline. Yeah. Yes, within the discipline, yes. Well, jargon, <laughs> I mean, jargon is jargon. Uh, My questions have not been answered. <laughs> I've put forth three questions. I have a test on Monday. God damn it. Why do you have a test? <laughs> because <laughs> no, I, I actually, guys, her. I am going to grad school in August. So for geology, a smart. Oh, stop! <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> Mike, I can see you. Open your yeah, mouth and talk. <laughs> and I know why you're asking the questions. I want to know what a varve is. I know. Yeah, what's a varve, man? I've never heard that word before in my life. What's a fisher? <laughs> it's a Wait. it's a big crack. A big crack. Nailed it. Through which uh, sometimes volcanic stuff comes through. What's that a var? So demons. Okay. What is a var? That was my first thought. Fissures <laughs> usually mean demons from hell are coming up. Mm-hmm. Varves are seasonal pairs of sedimentary layers in often lake deposits. I was really hoping you were going to stop at seasonal pears. Yeah, that follow up question. So yummy. What is a seasonal pear? No pear. <laughs> like a ripe pear. Yeah. P E A. No. <laughs> <laughs> why are you adding to the chaos? <laughs> so, so, okay. So, why are you asking us these questions? That's my question. Sheer curiosity. We have two geologists, you know, at my. Uh, at my fingertips, I can't. Okay. I, I'm enough. a, I'm a sponge for knowledge. So tune in next week for another Damn episode it. of Stump the Geologist. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, shirt forms at mid-ocean ridges. What? <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> we we can um, end this here and get back to the show. Yeah, yeah. It's getting uh, weird. Adam, anything we left out? So much geology left out. <laughs> well, there's always next time. Enjoy the rest of the show, everyone. Okay, who is going to go in first? Uh, Winley will go in first. As you enter the door, the lights go out. 
you find yourself in total darkness. Except you can actually see because you can see. And you hear a voice that resounds and announces, Welcome to the Order of Chaos! And what you see is an ordinary desk and a skinny young man sitting behind it in a rather garish robe. He looks surprised by your entrance, and as you observe him, you notice that he doesn't think you can see him. So he is straightening what looks like some pamphlets and papers on the desk. And suddenly, the lights go on, and he stands up and puffs out his chest and tries to look so much more impressive than he is really capable of doing. Welcome to the Order of Chaos! So, so, it's good to, good to see you. Uh, you passed the test, eh? Oh, yes, you seem to have an electric problem. Oh, I, well, don't know about... Come on in! Everybody, come on! Oh, there's more of you. <laughs> I haven't seen this many people in quite some time. Mist follows. Um, hold on a second there. And the young wizard snaps his fingers... And there are some chairs that were against the wall, and they slide forward in front of the desk so that you can sit down. So, uh, to take take a seat. Um, uh, my name's Alfie Rowe. I'm the, um, well, I guess I, I'm the administrator of this here center. Uh, who who might, what, what brings you by to talk, uh, to learn about the Order of Chaos? Yeah, um, Mist on the River. Uh, oh, hey, pleased to meet you there, Mist. I was wondering, I'm, I'm trying to find someone called the Keeper of Jelatar's Legacy. The Keeper of Jelatar, well, you know, uh, to be honest, that's kind of us. We're sort of the Keepers of Jelatar's Legacy. Yeah, that's 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 kind of our, our mission, our oh, creed. Perfect, perfect. Um, I'm, I'm looking for some, for, for some information on some, uh, some rituals that she might have cast in the past. Um, I mean, there's nothing like that here. We can't really give out, um, you know, like, I'm not saying we know anything, but if we did, we couldn't really give it out to you. You know, you're well, just no, I mean, just people walked in off the street and, right, 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 you right, know, right. those are probably under lock and key for the, 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 the most, you know, highest ranking members. Not me. I'm just a low level, you know, person. That's why I'm sitting here at this desk. Yeah, no, that that's, that's totally makes sense. Um, but, but. In order to talk to those higher-ranking people who, who would have that knowledge that we kind of need, um, that's what we got to start here, right, and work oh, our... Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, I can't say... Well, to be honest, like, I, I don't really... They don't tell me much. So, like, what I've been instructed to do is that if anybody does pass the first test, I'm supposed to take them to the tomb... Well, you know, it's not really a tomb. It's more like a memorial, but everyone around here calls it a tomb. So, like, uh, I'm supposed to take you there, uh, and I guess there's a second test. No. Come on. I mean, we were going there anyway, but at least now we're going to get, like, VIP treatment when we're there. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, have you never been? I could give you a tour. It's really kind of fascinating. Sure. I guess. Uh, (laughs) Is the person we're supposed to be meeting up, we're meeting up with someone to get lunch uh, are they cool with that? Like, is that going to be a problem if we show up like that? We'll figure it out. Oh, that's not an... Uh, I'm I'm going to hard no on that one. <laughs> oh, so you don't want to go see the tomb. I mean... Well, no, hey, I just want to 
No, no, no. It, we're not off the table. We're going to sidebar over here for a second. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, take your time. Um, Would you like some literature while you're thinking it over? Is it in Cetian? No, I think I got some here in, in Common. I got some in, in also in, in Tyran and... um. I guess Rothian too, you know, that we don't get like, I mean, I wrote those out. That was my thesis here to translate it into Rothian because, you know, they don't get many people from that area that come out here, but, you know, mm-hmm. here I am. Mm-hmm. Common would be great. Oh, okay. Um, here here you go. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a bit of a problem if we show up with him. Why? Like, don't they hate each other? She basically eye rolled at these people. Like they were like, oh, order of chaos. Oh, how cute! Like that was. It wasn't more of like. Argh. It was more of like a. Argh. It's the cleansing fire they hate. They hate the cleansing fire in the temple of of Kisir. They hate each other. All these goddamn cults running around. All right. Yeah, it gets confusing when you got so many cults to keep track of, all <laughs> c- competing for the same <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's all the same shit. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Yes, it's all the same shit. <laughs> this is why I'm not religious. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm more professional than that. No, I'm not. Um, well, look, hey, uh, I already forgot your name. I'm going to be honest. Elfie. Elfie. Hey, no, it's okay. I didn't get any, your name's missed on the river. I didn't get anybody else's yeah, name. No, but makes, yeah, no, I'm makes Elfie me feel, Makes me feel even worse. Awesome. Uh, real quick, <laughs> what's your take on, well, actually, maybe we can look at the pamphlets. What's your take on Kassir? Like, meh, Oh, meh. you mean, like, in terms of, um... Like we're we, we can't wait for her to return and scour the earth oh, with that fire, thing. Um, or yeah, she's you cool. Know, we've or... kind of like I'm not really the sort of a political person, you know. It's kind of I kind of try to stay out of politics myself, because um, you know it doesn't really impact me. So like I don't really pay attention to politics. Must be nice. <laughs> wait, not super helpful. Question. Super helpful. <laughs> Devi, cool beans. You tried to join these people. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, hey, are no, you're not a ma- are you a member? I uh, technically an initiate or was initiation candidate. I don't yeah. Sorry, yeah, I maybe I should have something oh, earlier. So gee, what like are how far along are you? Have you have you have you passed the the seven tests and what you do on your thesis project? Um I I passed <laughs> the seven tests. Um but then my thesis advisor said no. So Oh, that's that's terrible. I'm so sorry. Thank you. But I'm okay. I, I got over it. Um I found my own path. But yeah, yeah, so I, I've done the I've done the whole first test, second test, third test. Oh, thing. so you've you've been to the tomb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause I know there's different tests in different places, but um so, but you've been to the tomb here, isn't it? Isn't it something else? It sure is. Mist is just staring at Debbie like, this is all news that would have been super helpful. She mentioned before that she's been to the tomb and called it a tourist trap. <laughs> so, um, you know, well, um, look, you know, if you want, I can take you over, show you around, or, you know, you can think on it. Uh, I, you know, I hopefully the, the pamphlet helps. You know, I put a lot of work into it. I think it's pretty persuasive. I've read the pamphlets. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like what you guys you guys do here. It's really good philosophy, and it really helped me at a hard time in my life. Um, I, just, I just wish that I could, you know... I mean, all these, all these people, like, you can do them the initiation thing and, and get them started, but I, I, I've already been rejected, so... Uh. Oh, don't say that. That's not very... You know, I mean, gotta look on the bright side and all that. 
What, what's the bright side? Well, you know, there's a little town where I'm from, and we don't believe in saying things like that and speaking negative. And we, we, we like to believe in manifesting our own positivity. Okay. Does it work? Well, I mean, look, I'm here. Never thought I'd get out of that town, and look at me, I'm in Sisha. Pretty crazy, huh? Are, are you from uh, Vankula? Oh, yeah. No, I am. Have you been oh, there? Completely random guess. <laughs> oh, you've been to Vankula. Oh, it's a great town, isn't it? It's improved. I had a table ship there. I think there's literally a statue of us there. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. What a coincidence. See, this is what I'm talking about. You never know. Whenever life gets you down, you got to turn that frown upside down. Yeah, well... I'm making the best of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, you know, I I guess I'll just kind of sit here until you make up your mind. I mean... Basically, the, the long and short of it is to talk to some folks who might be able to help us. We have to go through the trials. Is that the... Well, the no, I, I mean, I can't tell you anything more about the order unless you pass the trial. That's kind of the way things go. Sorry, it just kind of kind of the way things are, you know? You get, if you join, you get the secrets, and I can't give the secrets if you're not a member. It's just kind of the way things are. You Maybe know? you should give them the pamphlets that have the, that talk about how great the message is, the the philosophy. Oh no, well I did. I gave it to the the big fella here. He's got the the pamphlets. Did you read them? No, we've been having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of really good things to say. You're welcome to visit the tomb. There's no lines because you know the whole quarter's kind of shut down, so. You could check that out, and I guess you could, you know, I don't know. May I ask a question? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. So, uh, Alfie, Alfie, yes. Uh, what is it exactly that you do? Oh, I'm in charge of recruitment here. Uh, that's it? I guess so. It's kind of like my, I had to come here on my, uh, my mission and try to recruit others. And, you know, you're the first persons to actually passed the test well since I've been here, so, um... Have you ever thought about opening the door when people knock? No, I, you know, that's kind of not the test, and, you know, rules is rules. Gotta obey the rules. Yeah, it'd be chaotic if you didn't. Yeah, no, exactly. It would be chaotic, and there's order to our chaos, you know? You know, it would be really orderly opening a door. Well, no, I think you open the door, and that's why you're in here, and that's why we're talking, so... Well, yes, Roton, it, it is a part of the test. I do happen to be the one that made that spell, uh, oh, sir. Oh, you made the spell. That's great. I so, did. Um, can I interest you in um, in in the second part of the test? Uh, could you tell us about it? Well, no, I, I can tell you that it's, it's in the tomb, but you got to kind of go there and figure out the rest for yourself. Well... Uh, Winley turns to the group. I don't see why I wouldn't go down there, right? I mean, if if we got to figure it out for ourselves anyway, then uh, you know, sure. It's only test two. It's not that hard. Every time you talk, I get more <laughs> and more upset because you were not truthful with us, Divi. Uh, it's I don't not, understand. It's not something I'm proud of. Yes, but um, anyway, I am a little worried about the answer, but you don't actually know anything about evil swords, do you, Alfie? I didn't actually take that elective. There's nobody hiding here who <laughs> who, who does 
know things about evil swords. Well, no, not not here. Like I said, we're just I'm just the recruitment center and, and sort of. Uh, but I imagine at the you know the actual you know order of chaos, uh, they would um they they would probably know a thing or two. And and where's that? No, I can't tell you that. That's kind of the thing. Oh, Remember I said earlier come about on. you can't. <laughs> Rotom, no, we have to pass the test. It's by the heart of Kassir, that big mountain. I mean, it's not, but... Oh, no, wait, I said too much. Um, so, uh... I, no, can't say anything more. Um, just gotta... Um, oh, boy. Can you give us a hint? Like, uh, something I, that no, might No, I think I already said too much. I useful think, um, information. I think, yeah, I know. I, I think go to the tomb and pay homage and, um... You will find the path. That's what I'm supposed to say. Take us to the tomb. Oh, okay, I can do that. Yeah, oh, no, yes. I, that's fine. Yes. Sure, okay, let's go. If you all come out, I gotta kind of, you know, I gotta reset things for, like, the next... If, if anyone comes back, it's supposed to be... Not, let, just tell me, like, before we go, on a scale of 1 to 10, like, how impressive was the entrance? Oh, 10 out of 10, full marks. It was, uh... Oh, no, I appreciate fan- that. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Okay. You- Okay, that's good to know. So, um, 10 out of 10. Okay, um, and in no other, nothing could be improved? Like, I, I was thinking maybe there should be, like, maybe fireworks or something, but, like, I was worried that'd be too much. A doorknob, perhaps. Well, I I actually have something to say because I was the first one to walk in, right? So I walked in, and it went dark, and unfortunately, darling, I don't think you you kept up on the fact that I can see in the dark you were sort of straightening up your desk, you know, getting ready to do your little announcement of I passed the test, welcome. Perhaps have some sort of theatrical lighting or or something and not make someone be in the dark. What if they couldn't see? Well, that's, no, you weren't supposed to see. You were just supposed to hear my voice, but the fact that you could see me, that... Yeah, that's a good note. I think I'd better hide next time. There you are. Then I could just see the desk and everything else in the room. Oh, that's not really impressive either, is it? No. Hmm. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to have to think on that. Yeah, think on that and um, just take us to the tomb, please. Oh, okay, then. Uh, come on, everyone. <laughs> and <laughs> you walk out of the... <laughs> Mist, uh, Mist whispers to Buck as they start to kind of trundle on. If our friend shows, then we just slip away from this guy. Looks like Winley's going to keep him occupied anyway. And all's good. All right. It's probably probably better not having a whole great big party drawing attention. Can I just go on the record and say I hate all this shit? I mean... It was a lot easier when I could just, like, smack something. Believe me, I wish this was just a matter of go into the tube, fight through the monsters, get the shit on the other side, you know return plot coupon and save the world but uh that you know this isn't some fantasy game this is real life and that reminds me we gotta finish that campaign that you started we do we do we do maybe when When we get back yeah 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 alfie leads you out of the order of chaos and he shuts the door behind him and leads you across the square to the other side of the courtyard on the other side of the tree And set back there from the road is an enormous obsidian glass orb that's about 100 feet in diameter. Beneath it, set in the ground, is a stairway leading down. 
underneath the sphere. And etched into the front of the sphere, it says, Incision, Drelatar. He leads you down the stairs. The doors at the end of it are also the same sort of dark stone that you've seen throughout Sisha. He takes a minute. He waves his hands, opening an arcane lock on the door. The doors open, and you find yourselves in a cylindrical chamber, the same diameter as the enormous glass sphere above. He waves his hands, and green fire lamps illuminate along the walls. And you notice, lining the walls in a circle, there are 12 scenes that look like dioramas depicting various events. You will obviously have to get closer in order to see them all. In the center of the room, roped off, is a glass floor. You peer down into the glass floor, and you see 50 feet below a stone sarcophagus in front of an enormous statue of Drelatar. There are candles floating in the air at various points in the chamber beneath you. So uh, here's the, um, this is the tomb, or the memorial really is what it is, because, um, you know, Drelatar kind of, well, she didn't really, you know, make it. There wasn't really a body, so, you know, not much to bury. So, um, yeah, see, here's the tomb, so uh, enjoy. I could give you a guided tour of each one of the, um, the scenes uh, and the diorama if you want, but, um, you know, or you can just wander about by yourselves. People do it either way. We've got a got to pass the test right oh yeah you got to pass the test but you know i can't say anything more i mean i can give you a tour like the same tour the tourists get but as far as the test um no you got to kind of do that on your own right alfie perhaps this is where you leave us i did give you a few notes um, on your presentation before perhaps you could go back to your desk and and brainstorm and, and come back in a little while. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I could do that. Um, if you don't, you know, if you don't, if you don't need me. Um, I don't think we do. Okay. Oof. Um, it's right to the point there. Uh, okay. Um, well. No, but it's all out of respect. You know, if you do need me, I will, um, you know where to find me. And we do. Okay, just, you know, come back and, um, just knock when you're done so I can um so I can lock the place up um but you know no I'm, I'm good I'm good um you good luck and um and all that and he goes scampering up the stairs and out of the tomb was it something I said what the fuck dude interesting person I I I merely said you're, you're gonna break his little spirit oh uh, it's yes, not Whitley, me that that could have been handled better are you joking how am I the cat and I'm the one who's actually sensitive to other people's feelings here I am sensitive to other people's feelings I just thought that well and to be honest I, I'm just not in the mental state I just got done being sick, and I don't want to babysit anyone. Does that make sense? So I said, go and work on your presentation. All right, well, there's... It's a constructive thing to do. There's babysitting, and then there's being a dick about it. Well... I, I think Alfie just had a few too many feelings, really. Thank you, Devi. I don't think Winley was all that harsh, honestly. I really wasn't. I've been much more harsh in the past, and so have a few of you. Go on, Desi. Back me up. If you don't, it'll get worse. <laughs> well, now well, no, I just I think that uh, perhaps he could benefit from this interaction. I think uh, this, 
seems to be a bit of a harsh organization and the world we are in the midst of a revolution and and, and there is a certain uh, grit that needs to be um, had and uh, honestly uh, some uh, perhaps he learned a valuable lesson today perhaps he perhaps he will come away from this stronger and capable you could have saved that poor man's life anyway this really doesn't matter at all as we have a test did any of you read the pamphlets <laughs> Debbie's like holding up the pamphlet they're actually really interesting they have like a really great Excuse message me. <laughs> we're standing in this room there are uh, pictures on the walls um, sarcophagus right there is you have basically 12 scenes depicted on the walls or within the walls um, they are essentially a combination of various spells and uh, sort of uh, clockwork figures depicting various scenes um, the first one to your right just to give you a flavor of what they are there is a scene of a very bright object falling through the sky and foreground silhouetted by the bright comet type meteorite falling from the sky are figures staring at it pointing at it in wonder and as you watch it the comet actually moves and then there's a bright light as it hits the ground and what comes up out of the ground it forms into this spiraling tear-shaped city for lack of a better word dioramas are on the outside of this circle and in the center roped off is an area of glass floor, also circular. And looking through the glass floor, you see down in there a sarcophagus. And it sits in front of an enormous statue of Drelatar. And floating throughout this chamber below you are candles, which are burning. All right. Um, well, I guess, I guess I would just go and um, just kind of start with that one and go picture to picture and see if there's... They tell a story or... As you go picture to picture, the first one is as I've described it. The second one shows groups of people moving heavy objects without touching them, casting spells, lighting fires, shaping water and earth. In the third one, you see a man speaking very passionately to a group of other people. He's in a room that looks very familiar to... Rotan and Mist. It is the room at the top of Tyr, in which you participated in the Council of Jerry. And in the fourth one, this same figure is leaving the city. People are cheering his departure. He's raising his hand in triumph, in celebration. Mist, you notice in his hand, is a shard of Tyr. Not an actual one, the depiction of one, but the next scene is of the same figure standing in the middle of a plane. He raises his arms and there's an explosion of light and the figure is obliterated by the explosion. The next scene, there's a group of people studying in a classroom, studying peacefully. You see them casting spells with green and purple energy. Devi, you recognize this as chaos magic. Suddenly figures break in through the door grab these people and begin dragging them outside. The next scene are these same people hanging from a bridge while onlookers below point up in mocking, derisive laughter. The next scene is a figure standing before a group of others 
two scrolls hang or like unfurl from either hand. He's passionate. He is almost frothing at the mouth. And you see in the background behind him, there is a caravan leading away from the city. And the people's heads are hanging and saddened. The next scene is the same caravan in the desert. People are dying. There are animals on the ground, dead bodies. And in the final one, these people are at death's door. And a figure steps forward. You've seen this figure before. She matches the statue below you. She steps forward. She bows her head in prayer. She raises her arm. There is a flash of light. She is gone. And then the ground beneath her illuminates as water begins to flow through an immense cavern and the city of Sisha rises up from its banks. The last scene, immediately to your left as you enter, bringing you all the way back around in the circle, is a flourishing, prospering Sisha. This appears to tell the history of the city and its founding according to this um, goddess, Drevatar? No, she's not a goddess. She's just, just a human. Powerful magician? Yes. Yes, very strong with chaos magic. And we're supposed to show reverence to pass the next test. Pay homage, yes. Pay homage. Pay homage, yes. Mm. Pay homage. Mist starts staring at Debbie. So I'll be honest, these weren't the tests I took. I took other tests. So I thought they'd be the same, but it turns out they're not. So Mostly word problems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crossword. All right. Crosswords. Fill in the blanks. Multiple choice. But they're almost always about magic and a lot of wordplay and, and, and clever cleverness. It's like it's it's not usually like how powerful are you? It's can you figure out like right. what we're doing? Yeah. Oh no. What what else is in the room besides the pictures, or is that it? And the glass floor and the sarcophagus. Do an investigations check. Sure. Uh, five. You're just so taken by the artistry of the dioramas and the depictions of Sishan history that you're just lost and entranced by what you see. Debbie's mostly interested in the the picture that shows people like being hanged or whatever or persecuted for chaos magic this is kind of what i was talking like the this is what the order of chaos is about like everyone's very much like we hate chaos magic or we hate order magic and it's it's a lot of suffering that comes from that and so this is that's what they're trying to do they're trying to find a way to, to meld those two that's why it's why i like that that's why i like them i wanted to join them we're meant to pay homage perhaps that could be um the, the, ca- the casting of a particular magic? Sounds like divine magic. Not my forte, to be honest. Well, if we need divine magic, I can I can do something there, but um, I, chaos magic, perhaps. Maybe? Pay homage. Alright, well, knock and be known literally was used in knock spell, so pay homage. Does anyone have like a dumb question? Is there a dude named homage around here that we gotta pay? I mean... <laughs> He's in the souvenir booth. Yeah. Are there any spells about, I don't know, praying or sublimating yourself or something? I don't know. Respecting? Arcana check. Holy shit. This is the first, uh, 19. I mean, there's, there's spells like ceremony. Um, the only thing I can think of that's like a spell for worship is ceremony, but it's kind of not a lot of adventurer types take it because pretty much only useful for like well ceremonies and you know I mean unless you know things go really well with Winley and Gruber who's 
You could do funeral rites. Well, I suppose that's probably more useful. That's probably more likely to be useful for this particular party. But though, to be fair, we've only gotten into death saves once, ever in this campaign. Yeah. Guess se- who? That was seasons <laughs> ago, when we were squishy and dumb. Herb. Uh, that's amazing. We're much smarter now. <laughs> as we as we stall on a test that Alfie passed. So right. Winley casts detect magic to see. If there's maybe an, a specific area it's coming from. Excellent idea. There is lots of magic. As you cast Detect Magic, the sarcophagus below you glows. The statue glows. Each one of the dioramas glow. Are they different colors? All different colors. Oh boy. There seems like, especially the dioramas, there are a number of spells that have been cast on those. Whoever designed this and created this as cheesy as it may be it's some pretty sophisticated magic. Spell of gum repulsion. Hmm. I'm gonna walk over to Desmond and let me do an investigation check. Uh, My investigation is plus 13 but I rolled a 5. So so 18. (laughs) 18. Uh, I got a, a 17 so. As you start staring at the diorama and you are looking at it from different angles you look at it from one particular angle, and it's the way the figures line up that the scene seems to glow in a particular way, and it forms a rune. Winley, you recognize it as the Cetian rune for the letter M. So, everyone, I do believe that these twelve pieces spell something out. The first here is an M, so I... I think we need to make our way through. How do you see an M? What did you do? I rolled higher than you did. (laughs) Tell me your secret. How do I roll higher? (laughs) I've been rolling like shit today, so I I can't tell you. (laughs) Debbie, you walk over to Winley, and Winley points out, looking at it from a certain angle at her height, and as she points it out, you can see the way that the rune forms in the diorama. Oh... The trick was to be short. Okay, hold on. And she, like, gets on her knees and, like, walks over to the other one at that same height and starts looking around. Which one do you walk over to? Number two. All right, give me an investigation check. Nine. Okay, it didn't work this time. <laughs> Winley will do an investigation check on number two. All right, 24. Winley, you see the Cetian rune for the letter O. Winley moves on to number three. 29. Okay, you see the letter L. I'm just going to say that you roll incredibly well on the rest of them. Thank you. As you go through, going counterclockwise from the first to the last. These are the letters. M-O-L-D-E-A-R-T-H. Well. Somebody cast the Moldarth spell. Moldarth. Someone cast it. Who? Does anyone know how to do it? I don't think I have that one. I, I, I gotta look. To go. It's it's I, not uh, necromancy, no. so I don't have it. If it was water, I could do it in a second. Also, same. I don't think I've ever seen that in mine. Uh, We're literally classed out of this <laughs> part of the adventure. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, do we need to go find a? Maybe Mugby does have a shop in town. What if I go over to that picture with the guy with the scrolls in his hand, and I okay. look at. I see if it's like a scroll of mold earth or something. Okay. <laughs> Give me an arcana check. 
Oh yeah. Wait, there's actual scrolls nice. somewhere? Nice. Uh, natural two for a total of probably doesn't matter. I thought it was a picture of scrolls, not actual scroll. Four. It's not an actual scroll. It is a picture of scrolls, but there is definitely writing on the scrolls. Uh, uh, Winley, come here with your uh, insightful eye for a second, would you? Yes, of course. What can I do for you, Dizzy? Could you um, take a look at this scroll here? There seems to be some writing. Could you make it out? Yes, hold on. Let me roll first. Oh, I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but but I have plus 13, so it's a 14. Still, still, it's... Uh, you look at it, and <laughs> while you can make it out, you think it may be a spell, but it's foreign to you. Oh, Debbie, can you come take a look? I don't seem to understand the um, the language. Oh, it's a, there's writing on there? Hold on, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look. Debbie, who can apparently now read all languages. Read all writing. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> ah, if it was only Amazing spoken, how I convenient could. that spell has become in this adventure. Uh, uh, yeah, Debbie, takes a look. Give me an arcana check. Arcana it is, my favorite skill. 21. It is, in fact, a mold earth Aha! Spell. Let's go. Aha! <laughs> yes, Matt. What the fuck? Good job. She will read it, which I assume results in casting it. What are you going to try to mold? There doesn't seem to be any earth present. Okay, that was my first question. Is What's the floor made of? Give me another investigations check. Uh, both terrible. Either six or ten. Does, does anyone here know about mining or rocks of any kind? If only we had a geologist. Mist is staring up. Mist, the ceiling above you is smooth stone. I mean, earthbenders could bend that. Stone so, counts as yeah, earth. It says dirt or stone that you can see within range that fits within a five-foot cube. I have a collection of stones from my parents in my bag. What are you going to try to do, though? That's the question. Uh, well, that's a Devi question. I will give Devi <laughs> my stone, and Devi can cast it because you're a witch. Not me. I... Okay. You can try, and if it fails, hey, who cares? Okay, yeah, she'll read the, the Molder spell off that scroll and see if she can stretch the sapphire to a different shape. What shape? Um, a pyramid. You read the scroll. You cast the spell. You shape the stone into a pyramid. It's very pretty, but nothing happens. Mm, I, well, here, the, I made a different shape for you. Remember that big old sphere when we came down here? Yeah. You notice how this chamber is the exact same size? No, but I'll take your word for it. I'm saying, can, this, can you use the spell to, like, drop Drop that through the glass. You want to crush the tomb of Drelatar with a giant boulder? <laughs> I mean, we do that when we're not standing inside of it. Oh, well, that's a good point. I mean, I'm look. That's the only place I see Earth. Does does glass count as Earth? I don't think it's natural forming glass. I don't know. Perception check. I, we there don't, you go. Uh, Nineteen. Mist, as you're casting about looking for Earth, you notice. On top of the sarcophagus, far below, is a small box of sand. Oh. Oh. Of course, the cat is going to find the sandbox. Look. It does kind of look like a small litter box. Should be perfect for Wally. Actually, that's not a terrible idea. Hey, Debbie, (laughs) down there. What? Huh? What? Can you bring that up here? The, The sand? Yeah. Debbie will attempt to levitate the litter box up out of the tomb. You try to move it, and you cannot. It is out of range. Oh, it's too far. I can't cast it. Uh, so just so I'm... It's under the glass, correct? It is under the glass. Well, everyone, I do have acid. 
which could possibly... I have acid splash. I also have acid arrows now. But I do feel rather terrible about breaking it. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a monument to the dead. Hmm. People seem to get, you know, uppity about that kind of stuff for some reason. I mean, we have to get down there to get to it. And there's no other stairs or anything in here, right? There is not. Well, I, I can teleport 30 feet, but then I'll probably fall the other 20 feet. How many people can you teleport? It's Misty Step, which, uh, yes, you teleport. <laughs> what about Dimension Door? I think I can do that. Th- I, that would get us down there, or yeah, at least get you down there. it's 500 feet, so... Forgive me if we've already um, asked this, but um, can we just smash the glass? That's what I said. Might have to explain yourself to the guards... Or the tour guides. Oh, that's right. We talked about not wanting to uh, destroy monuments. I think I'm just going to try it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if I get stuck under the glass, then I will shoot an arrow out with no problem. Could Are we in agreement? Or should we wait? Mist is going to wiggle his little, one of his uh, lenses in his, I guess, what did we decide? They kind of look like pince-nez. Uh, glasses mm-hmm. and a scoop of the sand seems to just kind of lift in the air and drop back down into the box. Oh, wait, actually, I'm going to have Human actually start to dig into the box. Not, not, not scattering sand everywhere, but just kind of reaching down in, sifting through the sand to see if there is anything at the bottom of the box of sand. I'm using the Unseen Servant spell. Just sorry no, I to clarify that. that. Yeah. And it's got a range of 60 feet, so... I should be able to pop him into existence down on top of the sarcophagus. You pop him down and starts digging through the earth and starts sifting through it, and it's just filled with sand. The rest of you just see sand rising in the air and falling back into the box. The invisible, mindless, shapeless medium force gives a shrug that no one can see. Well, I say we send Winley down there and have her teleport that stuff back up here. That seems to be the best course of action at this point. Yeah, works for me. Right. Uh, Winley casts Dimension's Door and sees herself going straight down to where the box is, picking up the box, then teleporting herself back to where she was. Follow-up question. What's the other scroll? There's two scrolls? Yeah, he's holding two scrolls. Oh. Moses style. One of them is Mold Earth. What's the other one? I should find out. I investigate scroll number two. Do an arcana check on the second scroll. Uh, 19. The second scroll is a scroll of detect magic. Oh, it's a detect magic spell. I like to cast it. You cast it and everything that Winley saw before lights up. The sarcophagus. The box on top, you notice, does not. The sand does not. But the statue, the dioramas, all light up. Apparently that's not a magical litter box. Which, now that I think about it, would be a very useful item. Put like a conjuration spell on that thing and just teleports the poop away. You are not wrong. Yeah, but where does it go? (laughs) A place where they have to worry about it, not me. That is the question. Has my spell been fruitful or no? Yes, you are able to open a dimension door and you appear down on the bottom. You are standing before this sarcophagus. In front of you is this box filled with sand. And behind it is this massive statue of Drelatar. And you see, written along the bottom of the statue, in Cetian... It says, shape the world as I did. Well, I'll do my best. Uh, Winley picks up 
the box with sand and cast Dimension's Door to be right where she was before. Before you can cast Dimension Door, you're trying to pick up the box. Don't and it is me. <laughs> stuck. It is attached to the top of the sarcophagus. Divi? Hmm? Yes? I need you to tell me the spell. I need you to tell me the spell for Mold Earth. Oh, sure. It's really easy. Here's how you do it. And she starts making these elaborate hand gestures and speaking in a language that I don't think even she understands. Did you get all that? Do I need to roll something to see if I took that information in? You could try an arcana check. It's going to be a really hard check to pass. 24. (laughs) So close. Oh, man. So close. The DC was 25. Oh, my God. You (laughs) almost think you get it, but there's some part of it that it's... It's just you can't quite make it out. It could be because of the distance or just how fast Devi is with her hands or just your unfamiliarity with sorcerer spells. I want to go back to the one that actually shows Drelatar mm-hmm. shaping the world. There's got to be something there. Shape the world. I don't know how I don't know how some Give little... me an insight check. Insight. Okay, I'm slightly better with insight. Not great. 5. Fuck's sake. Rolled a freaking 3 plus 2. All right. Um, Desmond will sigh, and he will uh, be like, "All right, everyone, uh, stand back, cover your ears." There's no and way he will cast shadow <laughs> oh, on the glass. <laughs> All right, Desmond. So when you describe the di- these dioramas, are they like recessed into the walls? Like I could <laughs> jump in there and hide, or is it like? Uh yeah, no, they are recessed into the walls. Okay, I just want like I don't want the glass full horror to disappear and then dump us all down. <laughs> I'm, well, no, show, show, wait, no, is the entire... Okay. The entire floor is not glass. You are okay, on the outside. Okay. okay, okay. I mean, there's one of you directly beneath it, but don't let that stop you. Um, well, it's a 10-foot radius sphere, and you said it was like 30 or 50 feet down 50 something? feet down. Okay. So if we all stand back, it shouldn't hit anybody. Yeah, but glass falls, man. Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> glass does fall. It's a good thing we sent Alfie home. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Desmond, roll damage on this. It's glass. I think it shatters easily. Uh, 16 points of damage. You cast the spell. The floor vibrates, but does not break. Mm. The Any noise sign of, like, inside this chamber is deafening. For you, Winley, it's muted. Like, you hear the thump, but it's not as loud for you. Did it crack at all? Any, any it sign did not. of... It no? is unscathed, unscratched. All right. Hmm. Do you want me to smash the glass? I mean, if you wouldn't yes. mind. If yes. you think it'll work. Boy, yes. ain't that a testimony to how frustrated the party is. <laughs> All right, stand back. That is a 17. I mean, you hit it. Roll, roll damage. Okay. And let me ask you this. Are you going to smite? Uh, sure. Why not? Uh, 30 points of damage. Rotan, you take a deep breath. You close your eyes, and you summon the might of Timora as you raise the sword, and you bring it crashing down on the glass. There is a flash of white light, but there's also something darker at work, like an echo or an image burned into your retinas as the white light dissipates of darkness spreading out across the glass. The glass shatters and falls downwards 
Winley, give me a dexterity saving throw, please. Ah, 27. Okay, you will save for half damage. And remember, you asked for this. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) I mean, you broke the glass, that's something. I'm just thinking there's no way they would expect everyone who takes this test to have a magic death sword with which to smash the glass. So there has to be another way down there. Every time someone comes in, like, I'd like to join the Order of Chaos. And they're like, Sean says, okay, first, go smash the glass at the tourist attraction. <laughs> yeah. Did you bring your magic death they sword? They are called the Order of Chaos. <laughs> Though, to be fair, one of you did get through the glass without smashing it. Yeah. With a fourth level spell. So that seems that seems like a, hot, a lot of power. Well, you gotta be strong to get in the Order of Chaos. There are other ways to get through. Let's put it this way. When we go back and do the speed run of this campaign, um, we'll probably still break the glass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be the... You calculating all of these numbers makes me a little worried. I'm not calculating that many. Oh. <laughs> well. You take nine points of damage. Oh, As the shit. glass rains down upon you. That ain't shit. <laughs> well, no, you did save, and I didn't roll particularly well, so... Great. And now you are surrounded by broken glass. But the way is clear. Are you alright? Um, if somebody could get this spell... Wait, no, somebody... Uh, uh, Devi, jump down or something. I don't want to jump... Come here. If, uh, well, I guess it would be the first time I died from falling. Mist grabs uh, Devi and casts and turns on his levitate ah, invocation. Right. And going down... Just FYI, the spell's still on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we have a problem. My God. Because how are you going to... Someone write it down. Please. (laughs) Does that work? Could you just write a spell on paper and cast it? (laughs) I do also have all 50 feet of rope. But she can't... She still has to be able to read from 50 feet away. There is something that we have missed significantly. I don't understand. Take a mental picture. All right, I'll, I'll do my best to cast it without the scroll in front of me. Maybe it'll work. I don't know. And she'll levitate down there with mist. Okay. Hey, where were you standing the last time you tried to cast this? Where was I standing? In front of the scroll. Yeah. In front of the scroll. Yeah. You levitate down with mist. You arrive at the bottom. In front of you is the box with the sand in it and the sarcophagus and the statue. All right, let's see how this goes. And she tries to cast Mold Earth from memory. Give me an Arcana check. Let's see, uh, 28. You remember it. (sighs) What do you shape it as? Oh, shit. Keep trying to solve the murder or leave that to the alleged professionals. Slash forget about it entirely. How will the Order of Chaos react to the borderline desecration of the tomb of their most sacred charge? Will we hit up Birdmart after solving this puzzle? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater. Zomo. Hi, my friends. It's so good to see you again. Oh, I did go French again. God damn it. <laughs> They're all French. <laughs>
They're, now they're not all French. It's so good to see you. That's that's more French. Why are they not all French? <laughs> they could be at this point. No, they all have the same voice, and they seem to have lost the voice. <laughs> ah, it is good. Fuck, I'm stuck in French. <laughs> Just embrace it. This whole city's French. Yeah. It is the revolution. <laughs> Thus far, this this time in Sisha, it's like when you're playing a video game and you get to a new quest hub and you spend all the time doing all the side quests. <laughs> That's where we are right now. Mm. And you gather them all at once. So you've got like 13 exactly. side That's quests exactly in your log. That's where we are right now. Yeah. Your quest journal is just overflowing right now. And Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we eventually find out that every... Every plot line is somehow linked to Birdmart in some way. <laughs> yeah. No matter how abuse. Yeah. The secret dungeon is in the basement of Birdmart. You never know. Winley's whole point this season might be the liberation of Birdmart. <laughs> like, that's it. Honestly, that's been most of our season anyway, even just on our own. So. <laughs> Yes, when 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 we said that y- y'all really didn't miss much, like this has basically been the last two weeks. I, gotcha. I mean, it was gold. It just didn't involve much plot. Do y'all remember back in last season? There was that giant chasm where we spent like <laughs> half an hour trying to figure out how <laughs> to cross it. Kind of feels like it. that, doesn't it? Yeah. It just got cut yeah. mostly. It's probably be the same. Like this will get cut down severely. I, I was so sad that got cut. This is just like zipping back and forth across. Because everybody who listens to us, everybody yeah. who listens to us who's played D anD D before, is going to be like, "Yes, I know, I know." Everybody yeah. has to solve it in their own way. Yeah. Who? Who? My. What? What brings you by to talk uh, to learn about the order of chaos? Okay, can I be completely transparent? I don't remember why we came here. I am glad I, I have, you said it. I have no idea why we're here or what. We're doing. I just knew that we had to come here and wanted in real bad, but I just I do not remember what the point was. So happy it's not just me. So Boy, that's good why thing we it's got a missed from the hotel. Question. <laughs> <laughs> that is a missed question. 